Welcome to the Dear NICU Mama podcast. Our mission is to connect the past and the present NICU mom by bringing them out of isolation and into a sisterhood of women who can stand alongside each other as we heal and grow both in and out of the NICU. Our hope is that through interviews with trauma-informed medical and maternal mental health experts and vulnerable stories from NICU mamas themselves, that you would feel connected to the Dear NICU Mama Sisterhood around the world. So, whether your NICU journey was 50 years ago, or whether you find yourself in the NICU today, we hope that this podcast reminds you that you are not alone. Hi, mamas, and welcome back to the Dear NICU Mama podcast. It's your host, Martha and Ashley. Ash, we're Zooming via Zoom today. (laughs) We are Zooming. You also had a big pep in your step when you did that intro today. Thank you. I took a deep breath and I pushed down all of the um, seasonal depression and I summoned it up. (laughs) Oh boy. You should teach me how to do that. How do I, how do I summon all of my seasonal depression into my voice? It's called um, compartmentalized. (laughs) Um, Anyway, okay, well, we can talk about that another time with with Natalie Ryder from Prairie Land Counseling. But, um, well, Ash, uh, the reason I am peppy is because we have an event coming up. We do. And I'm, I can't wait. I, I literally am counting down the days. I love that it's right before Thanksgiving, too, mm-hmm. um, because then I can uh, cry a lot and then eat a lot. Amen. It's a good um, combination. <laughs> Today we have a really special episode because we're doing a little mini um, invitation kind of hype conversation to talk about our upcoming event on November 13th. Be proud of who you've become. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you guys may not know this, but one of the very, uh, the reasons that we're able to keep costs for this event so, so minimal and accessible is because of our amazing sponsors. And this year we have the honor of um, having a presenting sponsor of Essentia Health here in Fargo. And we cannot say enough good things about Essentia Health. We have many NICU moms in our community, some of you who are probably listening to this episode right now, who um, have had just incredible experiences in their NICU there. They recently did a large remodel and we got to see it last year. It was pretty remarkable. Um, And so we are really honored to be able to have our event this year presented and sponsored by Essentia Health. And we get to talk to a pretty amazing lady. Yes. And today that special guest is Dr. Michelle Wyatt. Do you want to say hello, Dr. Wyatt? Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be joining this conversation today. (laughs) Um, Dr. Wyatt is a maternal fetal medicine specialist. It's funny because I lived in California and they called them perinatologists out there. Um, So it's a little bit of a shift, but it's the same thing, right? Correct. Yep. It's the same thing. Just sounds a little bit easier off the tongue saying maternal fetal medicine. Yes. Other funny thing is I've said MFM so many times in my text messages that now Siri autocorrects the state of Minnesota MN to MFM every time I type. (laughs) That's fantastic. That's, that's again, something else I'll talk about with my therapist. Um, But Dr. Wyatt, we are so glad that you're here. Do you want to share a little bit about your practice um, and maybe how you came to select uh, MFM as your specialty? Yeah, thanks for um, the introduction. So my practice at um, Essentia Health is um, really an adjunct and a support to our fantastic OB providers, midwives, family med providers who do OB care here. 
my practice is primarily in consults in the clinic. So seeing moms who maybe had an adverse pregnancy outcome previously, a preterm delivery, preeclampsia, or have medical issues that make them a little bit higher risk in their pregnancy, just to try and optimize um, their health um, for them, their overall well-being, and uh, of course, the baby's well-being. I also will see moms even before they get pregnant, um, if they have questions or concerns or medical issues um, that they may be considered high risk and how we will navigate the pregnancies if they do choose to become pregnant. That is, well, first of all, how wonderful. I feel like it's something that you choose um, because it's like a vocation, I imagine, a, a calling, because it's it's full of real, real high and real, real lows. Absolutely. Yeah. I was really drawn to the obstetrics kind of world as a med student. I actually thought I was going to hate OB, but then on my first rotation, which was a, the a labor and delivery unit, I fell absolutely in love. It was like, this is where I'm meant to be. And then as I started working with more and more um, obstetrics patients, I realized it was those higher risk moms that I could see that they were going through a lot of anxiety, a lot of um, stress, a lot of self-doubt. Um, and I just felt like I wanted to connect with them and tell them that things are going to be okay and help make it as um, positive an experience as possible. And certainly we see cases where we wish it was a different outcome, but I also um, I'm so reinvigorated when I see those patients back and we do have that good outcome. It just makes my daily um, job so rewarding. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, it's so interesting because I, I remember from our conversations with our MFM, my, it drove my husband crazy because, um, every time we ask a question, you know, our MFM was like, I, I know you want certainty, but that's not what we, we just do everything we can to help you and baby. And, um, yeah. uh, especially when we know that the, one of the hallmarks of anxiety is intolerance of certainty. You are one of those people that are the guiding hand to, to kind of help support the, these families as much as possible. Yeah. I always say, I wish I had that crystal ball because a, we would be really, really rich if we all us obstetricians and high risk <laughs> providers had the crystal ball, right? but also just to, to remove that anxiety from patients. Cause I can understand how challenging um, it is, but being that support and meeting families where they're at and what they need is what mm. I also find really valuable. Yeah. Um, I can imagine it's one of the, one of the specialties where you have a lot more um, collaboration with, with, uh, your patients. Cause you see them frequently and, and often during those, those months in high-risk pregnancy, you get to know them really well. Absolutely. Yeah. It is, um, really a special experience to be able to kind of walk hand in hand with these families and try to get to know them, what's important to them. Um, and every patient is certainly different. And even patients with the same condition, their journeys are often very different. Yeah. Um, and it, means that I get to um, not just follow a protocol with my patients. I get to collaborate, engage with them and other providers, which is really a great experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's such a good reminder, right? Ash, that they're so 
each mom's experiences, even if on paper, it looks the same. Like I had preeclampsia or I had health syndrome or I, um, have preterm labor or, you know, meconium aspiration, full, full term mommies. There's still no one path or one way that everyone's different. Again, I did, I subscribe to JSTOR so that I could download medical journal articles. Yes, I did. And did I, was I told not to? Yes, <laughs> because, because you're a person, you're not a statistic, right? So it's, it's hard. Um, so one thing that we really wanted to talk about in this season, and, and one of the reasons why we're doing be proud of who you become as our theme this year is because we've all just been through and are continuing to go through a pretty crazy season, which is COVID-19 and everything that's come with it, right? In life. Um, for some of our moms now, they have become pregnant, had babies, had NICU days, and the entirety of that experience has been within a global pandemic. And I just wonder if you could describe what you've seen medical systems do really well and what Essentia has done really well to support NICU families and NICU moms in this time. That's a great um, question. I mean, speaking from Essentia, I can say that I am so impressed by their um, in investment in providing resources um, for maternal and fetal care, um, certainly by building this beautiful NICU and providing independent rooms for all of the babies and families so that they have their own space to be a family when they're in the NICU, I think is fantastic. And certainly with the remodel of the birthing suite here at Essentia, creating this home-like uh, feel with um, in-room fireplaces, whirlpool tubs, fridges, those patients, those antepartum moms that have to be in the hospital can at least have some comfort. It doesn't take away the separation that they have to be from family and anxiety of whatever is causing them to be in the hospital, but at least it can provide some comfort. Yeah. I think one thing that I have seen in just maternal fetal medicine practice and NICU practice is that we're also making more awareness about the emotional toll mm -hmm that these experiences have on women. I think one mom, you know, told me last year when I was following up after um, she had delivered and she's like, I'm just starting to grieve the experience because I lost right. part of my pregnancy in the sense that she delivered early. She didn't get to go through all of those right. events that you just anticipate when you find out that you're pregnant. And so I think recognizing those emotions um, is really starting to grow there's still work to do, but I think people are willing to have those conversations now, which I'm so grateful to see. Yeah. Oh, that's what an amazing realization that that mother came to. And I think um, also attached to how comfortable and uh, safe she felt with you, right. To be able to share something like that. So kudos to you and creating that safe space because it's not, it's not always there in healthcare environments. So we really appreciate providers like you. Thank you. So keeping, keeping this in mind, you like, like you said, that one mom who realized that the brunt of her emotional processing hadn't even started yet, which is funny. I only laugh because I'm, you know, like six years out from my first one. And like, I start processing something new every day, a la why my hair is like a wreck today. But, um, you know, I, I wonder then what role an event, like be proud of who you've become, you know, community event where you get together with other moms, where do you see that benefiting NICU families? I think it's so important because I think you need to have other people with shared experiences to be able to talk through your own experiences. I think it's oftentimes very difficult 
for people to put into words how they're feeling, Mm -hmm. especially when they aren't given that safe space. So this event gives those people the experience to and the comfort to share their emotions, to hear how other people describe things. And that may kind of put a light bulb off and say, Mm -hmm. oh, actually, that is how I'm feeling. It's okay for me to be feeling this way. Um, And just recognize that they went through something that was really hard. I think a lot of moms and dads say, well, I ended up with a good outcome after a baby who was born premature or spent time in the NICU, so I should feel grateful. But I think we also have to recognize that there were a lot of emotions, stress, Mm -hmm. perhaps, you know, PTSD that comes from those experiences. And this event gives them that uh, space um, and resources to acknowledge and share. Yeah. I have to say, it's really refreshing to hear a provider acknowledge that um, because I think sometimes it can be looked at so clinically of like, okay, we got you through pregnancy and delivery and now baby's okay. And now, you know, moving on. (laughs) And so it's, it's really refreshing to hear a provider acknowledge all that it takes for a woman and a, and a family to get to that point of bringing baby home and acknowledging that there's still work to be done. You know, there's still healing to be done, even if there was a quote, good outcome. And so thank you as a provider for acknowledging that and really giving moms permission to, to give themselves that time to heal. Well, and thank you guys for all of the support you're providing to these community members, because it is extremely valuable. Thank you. Thanks. It's, it's, I think, really cool. I think one of the best parts about our job uh, is that we get to meet so many different people in all the different parts of this kind of ecosystem of Mm -hmm. the NICU. Um, high risk providers like yourself, we, you know, meet neonatologists, the, the nurses and the RTs that stand there, the mental health professionals, all that ecosystem that stands there for, um, families. And I think, um, if you as a mom stop and look back at, I'm going to get emotional now at the ecosystem, the different people, if you could see them all standing in one room, right. All of those different medical providers and care providers that were cheering you on. If you could see them all in one room together, cheering you on today, wouldn't that be incredible? And it's just that, you know, they kind of happen in different points over time, but it's an important thing to never forget that all those people, I'm sure you still think about them, right? I'm sure you still think about your patients, even if they were like six, 10, whatever years ago, right? Um, maybe just two years ago, cause you're like 24. So um, just <laughs> I kidding. wish I was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I think it's an important reminder and it's, it's really neat to hear you have these cool reflections about patients that you've had in the past. So uh, on that note where I started crying for no reason, um, I was wondering, uh, Dr. White, if you had any words of encouragement that you'd like to leave, uh, for the Nikki moms listening, uh, we always ask our guests if they want to share encouragement with our moms and, and we want you to be a part of that too. Well, thank you. You know, I think, um, one, we're just, I'm so blessed that I get to work in an era when, where we do have these resources for pa- patients and um, their families. You know, I think back to the physicians that I trained under and they didn't have these resources mm-hmm. and they didn't know how to necessarily mm-hmm. carry on these conversations. So our patients are in such good hands because they have resources like you guys, but also medicine is advancing and we are learning so much about 
various medical conditions and trying to evolve treatments for babies while they're still inside of moms, babies in the NICU, you know, so for those that have gone through an experience before that's challenging, I think I want to encourage you to not be afraid to try again, if that's what you and your family desire. And we can talk through what it may mean, what new treatments or advances are there, but it is a bright future, I think, for moms and babies um, in the next, you know, coming years. Well, Dr. Wyatt, thank you again for being here on this little mini episode in, um, in lieu of our event coming up. We are so grateful to live in a city where we get to collaborate and know amazing providers like you who get to serve our moms so well. And so thank you for all that you do and approaching your practice with a lot of compassion as well. Um, and so we are really excited for this upcoming event, Mamas. Um, like Dr. Wyatt said, sometimes healing really begins when you see your story reflected in someone else. Mm -hmm. And while we have amazing speakers lined up and we have a lot of fun things planned, one of the core things is the sisterhood, getting to connect with other moms who've been through what you may have been through. And so if you're looking for that community, you're looking for that support, this event is for you. So we will link in the show notes how to sign up and register. Early bird registration um, does end November 1st, and then it goes up to $45. So we'll make sure to link all of that information. But as always, thank you for being in this space with us. And thank you again, Dr. Wyatt, for being here with us today. Thank you guys so much. All right, mamas, we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Dear Nikki Mama podcast. If you loved this episode, we'd be so grateful for a review on any of the podcast platforms. And we'd love to continue connecting with you via our social media pages or our private Facebook group. And ultimately, Nikki Mama, welcome to the sisterhood.